Welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, my weekly podcast. Varicose veins are more than just a cosmetic issue. They can be the result of an underlying vascular problem. Now that summer is over, it's the perfect time to explore the various procedures to treat varicose veins. Joining us now is Dr. Jeff Gosen, Medical Director of Shore Vascular and Vein Center in Summers Point. Thanks for joining us. First of all, what are varicose veins and what causes them? Hi, Robin. Um, Thanks for having me. Sure. Varicose veins are dilated, abnormal-appearing veins that people get on their legs. Um, I think many people have seen other individuals or maybe even themselves or family members or friends, whatever the case may be, with kind of protruding, ropey veins on the legs. So the term to describe that are varicose veins. They're actually a very common problem. In fact, Varicose veins and the underlying cause for them are the most common vascular condition that exists in this country. It's estimated that 30 or perhaps even 40 million people have some element of vein disease in their legs. In a lot of people, the varicose veins that are visible on the surface are not the whole story or the whole picture. Um, What I mean by that and this speaks to your question of what can cause them, is that many people who have varicose veins have them because of abnormalities related to veins further inside of the leg that are not visible to the naked eye. The abnormality that I'm referring to is called venous reflux disease, and it's a condition where the valves in certain veins in the legs don't do their job properly. The valves are designed to keep the blood flowing up out of the legs and back to the heart, And when those valves aren't working properly, the blood pools in the lower part of the legs and it increases the pressure in the veins. And some of the veins, especially the ones closer to the skin, can enlarge and swell and become visible. So that is one of the common causes for the development of varicose veins. Things have come a long way since my mom got her veins treated many, many years ago. Tell us about some of the treatment options. Well, there are a lot of different things available depending upon what a particular individual's specific problem is. But vein care is actually one of the things that has changed very dramatically in my practice over the last 20 plus years. Just about everything that we do for vein care today is done right in the office with minimally invasive type procedures. I mentioned the venous reflux, the the vein valve problem that is the underlying cause for varicose veins in many people. And one of the most important parts of treating varicose veins is identifying what the source of the problem is. If you just treat the varicose veins, but you don't treat the real problem, it doesn't really address things properly. Mm -hmm. So many people who have this underlying vein reflux, once it's identified, have those veins treated through closing them down. Years ago, 15, more than 15 years ago, and this probably speaks to what your mom had done, people had what was known as vein stripping. Yes. Where those, right, where those, and a lot of people have heard of that, and a vein stripping was where the veins were, the, the veins with the reflux were removed from the legs. Today, we, we don't do that. I haven't done a vein stripping in so many years that I can't even remember. Instead, what we do is a procedure called a vein closure where we close those veins down 
with an office procedure, a minimally invasive office procedure that takes 20 minutes or less in, in most people, it accomplishes the same result as stripping the vein without having to put a person through all the trauma and anesthesia involved with the vein stripping. So it's a it's a really nice way to take care of these problems. Yeah, that was a big, big procedure. Now, once you do that, will veins come back? Will other veins develop? So that's an interesting question, and the answer um, isn't the same for every person. There are a variety of risk factors that people have for developing varicose veins, and one of the common ones is genetic. It's family history. So treating people's varicose veins doesn't change your genetic risk. However, when we identify that someone has this underlying vein reflux that I keep referring to, if that underlying vein reflux is treated, that will reduce someone's likelihood of developing varicose veins to the extent that they may otherwise develop them um, a lot. So if you identify the source of the problem, excuse me, and treat that problem, while it won't 100% eliminate someone's risk of ever developing varicose veins, it will very significantly reduce the risk and also reduce the amount of veins and the severity of the veins that people may have otherwise gotten in the future. So it really does help. It helps with preventative care to a certain extent and also um, treating the problem that exists at the time that we treat it. What are some other ways we can prevent or at least decrease our risk of getting varicose veins? Well, you know, a lot of people really ask that question, and it's hard to prevent varicose veins in people. Uh, A lot of people know about wearing compression stockings. A lot of my patients wear compression stockings. And the truth of compression stockings is that they do help people's legs feel better who are experiencing the symptoms of varicose veins. So they're, they're really good in the regard of getting people's legs feeling better. However, there is no scientific proof that wearing compression stockings will prevent somebody from getting varicose veins. Genetic risk is what it is. You can't really change that. Um, Standing for long periods of time related to lifestyle or people's jobs is a contributing factor. So perhaps if you're not standing quite as much in one place, that may slightly reduce someone's risk. But the reality of that situation is that People have to do what they need to do for their jobs and their lifestyle. So it's not really practical to expect to prevent someone who may be at risk for them from developing varicose veins in the first place. However, as I just said a few minutes ago, people who have veins and have the known risk factors for them, when we treat those varicose veins and also treat the underlying risk factor, it helps a lot to prevent the development of new ones down the road. What about maintaining a healthy weight or exercise? Do they contribute at all to reduce the discomfort or severity of varicose veins? You know what, that's a a really good point. And um, weight, being overweight, is one of the known risk factors for development of varicose veins. And um, having an individual's weight under control certainly is helpful. And while exercise may not necessarily prevent varicose veins, People who have venous disease and pooling of blood in their legs and varicose veins, exercise is great to help relieve the symptoms and help empty that pooling of blood. So both keeping your weight under control and um, and uh, exercise are really beneficial in people who have these problems. 
another reason for us to exercise. I, almost every topic I talk about, somehow exercise can help it. Uh, so most of these procedures are covered by insurance. Is that correct? It depends exactly what the procedure is, but a, a lot of it is covered. There are a couple of elements to varicose veins. Um, certainly people are familiar with the cosmetic elements of varicose veins, but there's also a medical component to it that a lot of people are are experiencing the symptoms from. So typically, and again, these are generalizations, uh, every person, every insurance plan is different, but generally treatments that involve taking care of things that have a medical element to them and people are experiencing symptoms from that are often covered by insurance. And again, everything is handled on a case-by-case basis based upon a person's particular situation. But, but a lot of it is covered. The majority of the vein care that we provide ends up being covered by insurance because I see a lot of people in my practice, in my vein center, who have symptoms and have underlying vein reflux and are not do, responding properly to conservative treatment. So a lot of the procedures do end up um, becoming covered. Are varicose veins related to spider veins? So varicose veins and spider veins are part of the phenomenon known as venous insufficiency. So spider veins are small, dilated veins within the skin that are that are visible, whereas varicose veins are the larger veins that protrude. They're both considered venous insufficiency, but of different degrees. Spider veins are the earliest clinical form of venous insufficiency, whereas the larger varicose veins are a little bit further along in the severity spectrum. They're a little easier to treat. How do you treat them? Well, spider veins can be treated a couple different ways. Uh, the two most common ways are laser treatment, which will work well in many individuals, or sclerotherapy, which is injection of a medication directly into the spider veins, which causes them to collapse and fade and um, really improve a lot. In general, how long is healing and recovery for these types of treatments? It depends upon what type of treatment you're talking about. When we treat patients who have vein reflux, which is the cause for varicose veins, there's rarely much visible on the surface of the skin. Sometimes people will get a little bit of bruising that'll last for a few days, but typically um, nothing overwhelming and it tends to heal very quickly. When we treat spider veins with either laser or with sclerotherapy, there is a little bit of a longer healing process. Sometimes they'll uh, look a little bit red or inflamed or irritated for a period of time, even a few weeks as they're healing, and then that subsides and, and the veins heal and begin to fade over time. Well, as we pack up our shorts right now, it's probably a good time to do it with summer ending. Tell us about vein centers and what we should look for when we are choosing a vein center. So there are um, a lot of different um, places, I guess, that advertise as treating vein problems. And I think something that's important for any individual who's seeking medical care, really of any kind, is to just research the um, provider who's going to be taking care of um, a particular problem. You always want to see somebody who has the proper training experience and um, board certification is, I think, a very important indication that someone is met proper training uh, qualifications. 
And vein centers actually have the ability to become accredited by an accrediting body known as the IAC that has been accrediting uh, non-invasive vascular diagnostic labs for many years and now accredits vein centers. And they really very closely examine the quality of the diagnostics and the procedures and the people performing the procedures. So looking for a board-certified physician in an accredited center uh, is usually a pretty good way to identify um, individuals and centers that have um, they're recognized for high quality. And you have a great thorough website with a lot of good information on it. What is that? Um, our website is getgreatlegs.com. It's getgreatlegs.com, so it's pretty easy to uh, remember. There's a lot of information on that site. We have videos of procedures actually being done in the practice and um, a lot of information, not only about the procedures, but some of the underlying problems that we take care of, veins and other types of vascular conditions as well. Dr. Jeffrey Gosen of Shore Vascular and Vein Center, thank you so much for joining us. Really good information. Appreciate it. Thanks, Robin. I appreciate it. And thank you all for joining us for another edition of Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Please take a moment to subscribe and stay up to date on the most current episodes. And I'd love to hear from you if there is a topic or a guest that you'd like to recommend for this podcast. You can always reach out to me on my website at livingwellwithrobinstoloff.com. Until next time, please stay safe and keep living well.